6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. With some good news today on the COVID front, Health Canada has approved the first oral medication for COVID-19 that can be taken by patients at home. The federal government has purchased one million courses of Pfizer's antiviral treatment Paxlovid. Now, so far, Canada has received about 30,000 courses of the medicine and another 120,000 is on the way because supplies are limited right now. Provinces and territories are being asked to prioritize the highest risk patients. Want to find out more about all of this with Dr. Craig Jenny, who's an associate professor in the Department of Microbiology, Immunology and infectious diseases at the University of Calgary. Dr. Jenny, welcome back to the show. Hello. Tell us about uh, tell us about Paxlovid. What is it? How does it work? So this is an important development. I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily term this a game changer, but it, it absolutely will be a critical tool as we continue to move forward with you know Omicron and perhaps any other variants afterwards. What this is is actually a combination of drugs. Uh, the main antiviral drug is a drug that inhibits a viral protein. So the virus makes some proteins and these proteins have the ability to cut and process other proteins. So think of these as, as little scissors that, that go and cut other viral proteins and activate them. So this drug inhibits those scissors and if the virus can't process its other proteins, it can't replicate, it can't spread, it can't be functional. So this is the key ingredient. The other one is actually something that shuts part of our body down so that we don't destroy the drug. So it allows the drug to work longer in our body. Okay, so you know what, Dr. Jenny, I've been getting a, a number of texts as soon as we started. I mentioned off the top of the show that I was going to be talking about this. A number, a number of people saying, "Oh, this mm-hmm. is just you know, ivermectin. This is Pfizer's version of ivermectin. They're very, they're they're pretty much the same." I've been doing reading on it, and again, it's pretty scientific. But from what mm-hmm. I can tell, that is not the case. You're the scientist. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any? Is there any? Um, are, are they are they the same in any way? No, you probably couldn't be further apart with the way drugs work. So ivermectin works by controlling how certain molecules, specifically little charged molecules like, like calcium ions, move across the wall of a parasite. So go from outside in your blood into the parasite. That's not what this what this new drug does. This new drug actually is molecular scissors that cut other proteins. Mm-hmm. So processes that aren't even remotely related. Um, you you mentioned you know you said this is this is going to be a, a, a good tool and you know a tool mm-hmm. in our toolbox. I, I've heard other people and you use the words game changer. I've heard people say it's going to be a game changer. You're like ah oh, yeah not not maybe necessarily that but it is a tool. Um, mm-hmm. how, how do you think that this is going to impact um, the fight against COVID moving forward? I mean the problem is we don't have a lot of it in in the country yeah. right now. We are expecting more. We know that you have to. To, uh, get a script for it pretty soon uh, you know uh, you know as symptoms start PCR testing is really difficult right now so this could be a little tricky yeah the deployment is going to be very tricky given that you need to prove that that you're COVID positive and you have to do so quickly we have to get this drug into you really in the first ideally three days uh, sort of most five days after symptoms start mm-hmm. 
So this is a bit of a problem in that sense. We are limited in supply. I mean, Canada is near the front of the line, but there, there's not a lot of manufacturing for this. So this is not a simple thing, and, and we've got some supply coming. To put things in perspective, if there's 30,000 uh, uh, courses, which is the full five days of treatment, mm-hmm. not, not 30,000 pills, uh, you know, and, and Alberta's going to get based on population, about 10% of that, that's only 3,000 patients in the province. And if we think of previous announcements, I mean, we're waiting for today's numbers, but last Monday, 18,000 positive tests, and that was estimated to be one-tenth of the number of the people. Mm. So so this is going to be a small impact. Where this really comes in is we still have people in our population who, despite being immunized, remain at high risk. People with underlying conditions, people in long-term care facilities, people with uh, other issues. And and this will be an important tool that we can't keep the virus away from those individuals. So now we have another option if they contract the virus to help ensure they don't get severely ill. Dr. Craig Jenny joining me this afternoon. You know, when you look at what has happened over the past two years and we we have this uh, vaccine that reduces uh, severe outcomes we're still looking at other treatments i mean this this is a good first step but why 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 does it seem treatments are taking so much time um to to get done to come up with that sort of thing you know we you look at the states there's a lot of talk about the monoclonal treatments as well Mm -hmm. down there um why why is it taking so long well, we're looking at really two different approaches. So vaccines, we've been doing really, you know, realistically for over 100 years now. So we know what we're trying to do with the vaccine. Now, there are some new technologies involved, better ways of priming the immune system, but the strategy is well known. With these other medications, we have to get down to the molecular steps, the machinery that each virus uses. So these drugs are tailored to the virus. We can't have broad in many respects because many of these processes our own body uses. So we need to be sure we can target the virus without you know, risking our own health with these drugs. We need to get a lot of people through the trials. You know, Those issues all plague drug development. Uh, could 2022 be the year that we move from pandemic to endemic, Dr. Chani? <laughs> I'm looking I at your, so. your I, crystal yeah. ball. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's, to, to some extent, I mean, uh, you know, is it going to be a mild endemic? Will we still have the, you know, waves or, or, or surges? I, I think so. They'll be much smaller. I think what we are going to be seeing is a, is a way to live with the virus. Um, and that's largely because uh, across the country, we are still seeing good vaccine uptake. Uh, there's definitely some room for improvement here in Alberta, but we are still seeing vaccine uptake. And we are you know, seeing some degree of natural immunity now offered by Omicron. Mm-hmm. How long that'll last, uh, you know, it, nobody really knows. Uh, but if it keeps circulating, people may continually be reinfected, rechallenged, and reboosted that way. So it's a combination of, of good vaccine uptake nationwide and now this widespreading Omicron. It will be uh, good to see more uh, developments like the one that was announced today, um, you know, to have more treatment moving forward. So we'll continue to watch that as well. Dr. Jenny, always appreciate your time. Thanks for making it uh, for us this afternoon. Thank you. Oh, you're more than welcome. Take care.
Take care. Dr. Craig Jenny joining us this afternoon again, Associate Professor of the Department of Microbiology, Immunology and Infectious Diseases at the University of, uh, of Calgary. So uh, again, um, Paxlovid approved for use. We Canada doesn't have a lot at this point. They have uh, an order in for a million, but we're only, uh, we've got about 30,000 courses right now in the country, 120,000 more still to come. So that is good news. Um, but um, this is only going to be used um, for the foreseeable future in in those with uh, the pen- potential, you know, high risk in the high risk category, like 80 plus, um, those who haven't been uh, vaccinated, those who have underlying um, uh, immune conditions. But as we continue to move forward, I mean, this is this is a great, you know, first step. Right. I mean, the vaccine was was something a a treatment is something and and we need to see more of that moving forward. Um, You heard me mention the monoclonal uh, treatments and and we know in the states and parts of the states that um, it's being used in southern Ontario. There's a doctor there who is doing uh, some research and treatment with them as well. I think Shay's going to have him on his show tomorrow morning so stay tuned uh, for that. Challenge is is those um, from from what the research I've done, that uh, monoclonal therapeutics pretty expensive, and you know Dr. Janney touched on that right at the time it takes the approval and and the cost. So we'll keep you updated right here on 6:30. Chat.